What's up? What is up, girl? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> How to, to throw that in for old time's sake. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Because uh, this is... This is like our, we, well, we passed our 10th episode. We didn't even. With no ceremony. Real, with no ceremony. <laughs> and last time we didn't even introduce the podcast, so I'll do that now. Hello. And welcome <laughs> to Dude That's Fucked Up. <laughs> oh, whoops. I'm Erin. I'm yeah, Nicole. I wanna, yeah. So um, I, I, just, I did it real profesh this time, so. Um, Pete made a funny comment about the gathering of the Juggalos, like juxtaposed to that um, fire festival. Oh my god! He, he was like, "Oh, the fire festival makes the gathering of the juggalos look real put together." Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Uh, yeah." If I was presented with two options, one that w- that I was told was like a luxury festival, that was like, you know, rat as shit on an island, like have your own little bungalow, yeah, or the Instagram worthy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instagram worthy, or the gathering of the juggalos. I'd be like, "Oh, fire festival." But then if someone told me today I had my choice. Definitely gathering of the Juggalos. I saw an Instagram of like one of the meals that they were serving, and it was oh, like the cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It was like two pieces of bread, two craft singles, and a, some salad with like dressing on it. Yeah, like a wilted gross salad. Oh man! Yeah, it looked terrible. Yeah, but so all these people were stranded. They didn't have like food or water, and like they had gotten like a bunch of people drunk, like because that was the only thing they could do. They threw all these people's like luggage in a shipping container and just like started tossing out the the bags and stuff to them when they got to the island. There was no lights anywhere. It was it was it it was very 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 bad, very bad. <laughs> Like I, I, I did read one girl's account and, um, I was like, haha, fuck these people. But then I read it and I was like, oh shit, like this is really, I'd be kind of scared actually not knowing when you're getting off this island. It's like going to the island of Dr. Moreau or something. (laughs) I don't know. And I don't know. Yeah. They're just all like kind of duped and it sucks. Yeah. That's why you got to do research on everything because... There's a lot of hucksters out there these days. Oh, yeah. Fucking um, around. Uh, like Lou Pearlman, man. <laughs> oh, gross. I have a... Okay, I'm going to read you... Uh, okay, I have a fun fact that of that someone wrote in with. Someone is related to me. Her name's Natalie. She's not my mom. Oh. She's my cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have the same name. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> hi, Natalie's both. Yeah, um, hi, hi, Mama Natalie, and hi, Cousin Natalie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she texted me one day this fact that I wanted to uh, to screenshot to you, but then I was like, oh, maybe she'll do like a little write-up for us, and I can read it on the air. And so <laughs> she did, nice. and she said it was fun because it was like kind of like writing a research paper <laughs> in oh college. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. Yeah, she wrote, put together a lot of stuff, but it's very long. I'm not, I'm going to just read some of it. We I don't think we need, like, all the background. But basically, Louis XIV had two buttholes. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, what she texted me. Oh, my God. I just God. get, like, a message alert at work. It's like, did you How know did Louis XIV had two buttholes? Yeah, I did not know this. Because um, I'm obsessed with buttholes, man. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> Except my own. I don't like yeah. my, my own. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with my own. Well, after yeah. having close up pictures taken of it. And I like still look at them from time to time. Just like, oh, oh how you doing? I wish I would have gotten photos from mine. Um, 
They might still be on file. They oh, definitely they might. have to take. Yeah, I should, should email ask. the doctor. <laughs> I was in New York. Hi, so. uh, <laughs> hey, doc. Listen, <laughs> I just, I feel like I need to get into a better relationship with my butthole, and yeah. I really was hoping you had some, uh, <laughs> some of those picks. I want to reconnect with my butthole, my younger butthole. <laughs> Also, I have a podcast and a few people are starting to listen to it. I'd like to share these with them at some yeah. point. Um, yeah. Put them on the sh- social media. Yeah, social media. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So, okay, so this is uh, this is kind of like the backstory to it. Um, so Louis XIV refused to bathe and claimed to have only bathed twice in his lifetime because bathing at the time was considered to promote, like, sinful behavior by the church. And water was what was considered to be the transmitter of disease. Um, which I guess it I could mean, be. yeah, it but, could be. But in this instance, they probably should have just gone with that stuff and, like, bathed. <laughs> um, Fuck. Instead, he used perfumes as well as reportedly over 2,000 enemas in his lifetime to keep his, you know, stank down. Um, he would use orange. But how would that keep your stink down? Well, like you would, it you didn't, just sh- it really, <laughs> it didn't because, um, <laughs> he would use like orange or rose waters or almond milk for, uh, royal enemas. And because he didn't bathe, he was known for smelling terrible to the point that you literally smelled him before you'd see him, which is really gross. I... <laughs> so in January of 1685, he developed a painful swelling near his anus which by February became an abscess. Uh, and I don't want to describe what that is, but it, it's gross. Um, and an anal abscess can form when anal gland outlets are blocked. So he probably had like some anal pores or something <laughs> oh <my laughs> that God. got all like clogged up from not cleaning back there. Um, and basically, if left unattended, these, a- these abscesses... Uh, can form a tract from within the anal rectum to the external skin near the anus, which is called an anal fistula. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by May, he had developed an anal fistula so painful he could barely sit. So this doctor comes in, who his name was Charles Francois Felix, and he was a barber hyphen surgeon. Yep. Is that a barber and a surgeon? Or is yeah, that that's like what, a thing? That's what, th- that's what surgeons were. Like all of the like barbers were. Oh my God. Surgeons. Oh, that's fucked up. They had they had dual these dual jobs. Oh. I don't know why, but they did. This is before like doctors were actually doctors. Yeah, yeah. Before like medical science was mm-hmm. even a thing. Yeah. Um so they asked this Charles Francois Felix, the barber surgeon, to come perform surgery and maybe give him a haircut. Um and he asked for six months to prepare surgery. And in that time, experimented on about 70 healthy men who were either convicts or countryside peasants, most of which did not survive. So he basically, like, killed 70 poor and or (laughs) former criminal men. Um, But he did develop a retractor and, like, this curved thin tool that he would then use on... um, on Louis the Fourteenth, so surgeries back then were done without anesthesia and usually resulted in the patient's death. However, this surgery uh, was a success. Louis the Fourteenth was able to sit comfortably within a month and to ride a horse again in three months. This surgery, oh which was the creation of a second butthole, actually became fashionable within the court and was known as the Royale. <laughs> What the fuck? I can't. And I cannot. Aristocrats would either request the surgery or they'd just <laughs> pretend they had it done. 
the funniest thing I've ever heard. I know. Oh my god. Charles Francois Felix became famous and is credited with surgeons in Europe being gradually seen as professionals. Um, oh. So yeah. I don't know how he became a professional surgeon after giving the guy a second butthole, but I feel like that's more fashionable than functional, but <laughs> whatever. It's like it's like a, a piercing or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, uh, like instead of like a septum piercing, you get a fucking second, second butthole. butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. They were doing it wrong. I know. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to read her, like, personal opinion about it. Um, oh, my God. Because it's funny. So she says, my friend Brandon told me this on New Year's Eve a few years ago, and I got so mad because, like, this guy was one of the richest men in history and has all these famous paintings and statues and books and movies about him and historians who are almost entirely devoted to him, and he couldn't take a bath? <laughs> Just take a bath. Just wash your ass. So many pretentious Francophile history lovers will go on and on about how amazing Louis XIV is or how glorious Versailles is, but this dude was so nasty and backwards that he developed a second butthole, and 70 <laughs> convicts and peasants had to undergo extremely painful and often lethal experimental mm. surgeries so they could figure out how to fix it. Stop shooting rose water up your ass and run through a sprinkler or something. <laughs> God, history is awful. Everyone smelled like shit, either because they were too poor to do anything about it, or or so rich but so dumb that they were afraid of water. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best shit I've ever Run heard. Run through in a my sprinkler life. or something. God bless. This is the greatest <laughs> story I've heard in my life. What the fuck? Yeah, if anybody goes to Versailles anytime soon, I hope that all you can think about is the fact that Louis XIV had two buttholes. <laughs> like, dims the grandeur a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. Or um, does it make it more grand? I don't know. It's the royale. And here's where Louis XIV slept with his two buttholes. <laughs> Just everything. And here's where he would take his morning <laughs> constitution with his two buttholes. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Fucking hell. This this wing of the palace has two bathrooms so he could wash each butthole with its own private room. <laughs> I don't know. Did he have to did he still do enemas after that? Oh, it doesn't say. But oh man! I would imagine. Probably. Now it's Good e- Lord. but you can't because it'll just you're like pouring it in and it just comes out the other bottle. It's like a circular driveway. <laughs> it's a like fistulous. a. It's like a traffic circle. <laughs> That's why they originated in France. <laughs> it's, it's called the Lu- It's inspired by Louis the Fourteenth's butthole. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! Yeah, Lord. Um, you were saying your fucked up thing happened last night. Oh yeah, I mean it's not really fucked up, but I, <laughs> I was at my friend Maggie's birthday party. Um, happy birthday, Maggie! Oh, happy um, birthday! She's our, one of she's one of our number one fans. Oh, and, uh, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah she so argued sweet. with Eric, right? Yeah. Okay. They, I thought they were gonna fight each other, but they didn't. <laughs> Um, they became friends after that, I think. Oh, good. Um, We're bringing people together. Yeah, tearing them apart and then bringing them together. <laughs> uh, 
So I was at her her place last night, and um, a bunch of her friends, that, people I like, I was there meeting people I did not know, and obviously telling them about. I like would casually drop into the fact that I have a podcast, and everybody'd be like, "What? Like you have a podcast?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's just like this thing that me and my best friend do, and we talk about weird <laughs> shit." And they're like, "Wait, what? What is how?" And they're like asking me what it's about, and so basically, I just shamelessly shamelessly self-promoted last night and I don't feel bad about it because I love myself and it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, But no, I was just like, I'm I'm happy to explain what's happening and this is what we do and they're like well we are subscribing so i made i even took somebody's phone and subscribed for them oh <laughs> sick that's so good yeah. you should have rated it too <laughs> yeah usually i'm not like right usually i'm not very i don't i have a hard time with a uh, self-promotion just in general i was shamelessly self-promoting and i don't care and um but i usually do think i have a hard time with self-promoting but for some reason i was like i don't care because it's fun because we Doing the podcast is super fun. Yeah. I, and it's not like it's not like I'm trying to sell something weird. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's a good segue. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> this week. We're talking about uh, multi-level <clears throat> marketing. Yeah. A.K.A. like I, I like to call it pyramid light. <laughs> pyramid scheme. <laughs> coming out of last week. Yeah. Coming out of last week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Talking about Ponzi scheme, scheme and uh, Lou Pearlman. It's it's like pyramid light because you have some level of like visibility into what, right. what's going on. I mean, like people who sign up for these multi level marketing businesses to be like a consultant or whatever, you know what the product is, you know kind of where your bonus structure comes from. Everything's explained. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's really hard to make money doing it. Yeah. without getting more people to join. Right. So, uh, um, multi-level marketing is, if you're confused about what that is, some examples of, of what multi-level marketing is, is, uh, like Avon, Mary Kay, uh, uh, doTERRA, those, or doTERRA, I don't know, those essential oils. Herbal life. Thanks, Deej. <laughs> <laughs> um, pure romance, which is, uh, Sex toys, <laughs> which fuck yeah, that's cool. Uh, Jamberry, Stella and Dot, Young Living, which is I guess the same as DoTerra, uh, Pampered Chef, LuLaRoe, um, yeah, and there's lots, there's lots and lots of them. <clears throat> What's that one um, that is like a sham wow? Uh, I think it's Norwex. Norwex. Or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I see that yeah. in my social feed. But. Yeah, I don't know. So a lot of these, like the ones that I listed, I don't know much about Norweg, but, but, um. DJ, get out. You're not a. Get the fuck out. You're not the third (laughs) member of this podcast. Um, (laughs) the, I don't know. I don't know anything about Norweg. I don't know if it's like a good product or not, but the ones that I listed just now, um, are well known and, um, have, some products that uh, are not maybe not great or they're just like whatever like it's probably like a a white label uh product and they just slap their name on it and then have people sell it for them yeah basically well yeah I guess sorry almond butter (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I guess, like, what's interesting about these, no matter what it is, like, if it's Avon or Mary Kay or LuLaRoe or whatever, how a multi-level marketing business, quote-unquote, works is that they they you have to buy in essentially so mm-hmm. you know someone maybe in your social realm is having like an Avon party or like you know doing a LuLaRoe sale on Facebook and you're like oh that's interesting and then somehow you get recruited into it and mm-hmm. you have to buy into it so you have to buy all these products up front um, yeah you have to have inventory quote-unquote to yeah. sell to people <clears throat> Um, and that's how they make a most of their money. It, right. Like, that's how a lot of these pyramid companies... They're pyramid marketing companies. You could say that, right? Yeah, I think... I mean, well, so they don't... Pyramid schemes or pyramid marketing or whatever, it has a very negative connotation. So mm-hmm. it's... They are multi... They call it multi-level marketing. Like I said in the last episode, anytime you fuck up, you just rebrand yourself. <laughs> And then people don't know. Yeah. So if you – and so some of these companies are pretty well known. Like obviously Avon and Mary Kay have been around forever. But some of them are like newer. But a lot of uh, – some of these have uh, less reputable ones have had lawsuits brought against them. And then they just kind of rebrand and then they come back as something else. Yeah. So like the product just gets a new label slapped on it. And then – so – Some of the stuff that's sold is, like, decent. Like, there's, um, I think, like, Mary Kay or Avon. I think it's Avon, actually. has, like, a really good, like, eyeliner that has been in, like, Allure and stuff. Like, some of the products that they have are, like, fine. Um, I never realized. some of them are not. Yeah. Well, I never realized Avon was a multi-level marketing company. Like, Mm -hmm. I knew, like, people sold it, but I thought it was more of, like, a catalog business or something. And they used to have, like... um, like little like kiosks in the mall mm-hmm. and so yeah I think they're a little bit different than like your classic uh pyramid or multi-level marketing yeah like they they have they're have they're an actual like they they sell in all different ways so yeah I, I did read though in the past few years I like I read an article on the pink mm-hmm. which is like all about mostly well all multi-level marketing but I think Mary Kay specifically and yeah, it, it, yeah, it is like in the past few years, they weren't doing as well. Avon wasn't. And so they started no, like f- trying to figure out why or how they could do better. And they saw all these other multi-level marketing companies and they're like, oh, we need more people to like be selling it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just really quickly, just describing a multi-level marketing, just in case it wasn't clear, mm-hmm. uh, it's not as much of a pyramid scheme, but pyramid marketing like you're saying yep um initial product purchases is a buy buy in where uh the multi-level marketing makes the bulk of their money so you when you buy the inventory that you need to sell that's how the company like you're making like a potential investment yeah quote unquote but you are just buying a shit ton of product from them in one go hoping that you'll sell it all and they are getting that money obviously yeah um uh, consultants make their money is in recruit where that's where the consultants make their money is in recruiting others. Yep. Thus you have people under you and then they will get people under them. And that's called um, like the downline is how I saw it referred to in a right. lot of different places. It's like 
that's where the, your commission comes from is your downline. So you have to develop one, which means you have to recruit people. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like, then you get paid off of them recruiting more people and them recruiting more people. Right. Um, and I, before we, like, really get into this, too, I just want to say, like, I do not – I think that people who do want to do multi-level marketing, great. Like, I think – there, there are some aspects of it that can be empowering and um, it, it can help people hone marketing and sales skills for sure. Um, a lot of people do it as a side hustle just to make, you know, generate some, some more um, supplemental income and that's, fuck yeah, do it, do whatever. However, if you're looking to make money to make a living, um, this is, it's not going to happen. It's not the solution. It's not, it's not well, a job. It's, it's not a job. It, it, and, and I think it's important f- to understand, like, um, a lot of these are targeted to women, mm-hmm. um, you know, stay-at-home moms, people who maybe can't really do a, a typical nine-to-five job for whatever reason, whether that's, like, you know, because of health reasons or, or, you know, you got kids, you got stuff going on in your life that doesn't make it possible for you to go and sit at a desk job for, you know, however long. Um, and I think if you're thinking of it as an alternative, as a, a entire career to make all of your income, I just, it's, it's not going to happen. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's a very, very flawed industry. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's also really attractive and that's when these when you look at a company and you see like that there's money around it, like, Oh, look at this and like, see, and you might see, like, look at some of the products and be like, I really like this product. This, this works really well for me. Um, something you've been sold at a party or something. Um, you might like believe in the product. That's fine. But the way that the multi-level marketing businesses are set up does not ensure actual money (laughs) for long term (laughs) it can I guess if you are like the ultimate hustler but at at, if you're gonna be devoting the amount of time money and energy that's required to get to that level you you have like you have to do go above and beyond and if you're if you're doing this in kind of a passive way you're 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 probably going to lose money actually at the end of the day if you're successful at this you're an asshole because that means you've (laughs) preyed on other people like you've hustled other people because there's no way in any of these that you can make money without having people under you which means you've talked them into buying in to this as well Mm -hmm. and i and like yeah sure if you want to do this like and you have the upfront funds to float in order to get your starter kit or whatever you need, that's cool. But I, there were some stories. I mean, honestly, these things prey on people. And there were a bunch of examples that I read where people were opening credit cards just mm. to get their like fucking five thousand dollar initial buy-in for Lularoe, which is like what it costs. That's really high. It's really for... high. And I mean, I guess it varies. Like, there's different ranges. You could you could um, buy into, but it's like five, five grand. And uh, there were other examples of people like 
who <clears throat> are now in debt like eight, sixteen grand from fucking Herbalife. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Oh like I just it makes me sad. It's so I didn't really I mean, I think the reason we kinda like I dug I, I started digging into this like randomly, um First of all, I have a lot of friends who who do multi-level marketing. I, I, I know lots of people that do it, and it's all over my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, I can – I'm I, – I, I understand, like, people, that's how they're marketing their, their stuff, and, like, that's a really effective way to do it. But you're burning through a lot of social capital, speaking of self-promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, you have no friends at that party after last night, so probably not. I mean, but yeah, I I think when I see this stuff pop up in my Facebook feed, it's just like okay, you know, I, I'm I, first of all, I don't live anywhere near where some of these people are doing, <laughs> and it's just like it's just like clutter. It's cluttering up the feed. Oh, when they're like um, come over, like yeah, over to the thing, you're like hi, yeah. <laughs> I'm 3,000 miles away. And it's like, well, and it's, you could do it like remotely, yeah. obviously. It's like a, it's like a, you know, you just say what you want. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you actually physically have to be there, but I, it, it's just, I don't want to shit on anybody who does it. Cause I actually, I, I have some friends that do it that I really love and respect. And, um, but I, I do want to caution those same friends that like, do it and do it with gusto if you want to, but don't like expect to make any money. Yeah. And don't like, don't dupe friends into it. Like I, if you know that people don't really have the money, you know, your friends' financial situations a bit. I feel like if mm-hmm. they're good friends and you see them pretty frequently, you can pick up on whether or not they should be doing this. And mm-hmm. I just don't like the whole thing of preying on your female friends to try and recruit them. And I, I've i bought some LuLaRoe stuff. Like, it was in my feed, and someone, a friend invited me to one of her friend's, like, parties. So it wasn't someone I know personally. And it was mm-hmm. so easy. And this is, like, where I think <clears throat> LuLaRoe should be commended from, like, a marketing perspective because all I had to do was fucking comment, like, with my email address on a dress that I liked. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, we, like, you know, private messaged. I sent her my address so she could ship it to me. She just puts my email in the in the LuLaRoe system. I get an invoice in my email, like, after their little party closes or whatever. And it's I pay on, like, through there, there directly, and it's done. Uh-huh. Like, it's wow. so easy. There's just pictures. I see something I like. I look at the sizing chart. It's just like ordering online. Like yeah. ordering clothes from the gap.com or whatever. But Right, but like their inventory when they get their like starter kit or whatever for their inventory, they don't know what they're getting. No, they don't. And and it's like um it, it, I guess I I liken it to like getting a pack of like Pokemon cards or something. <laughs> and cuz there can be some rare pieces in there. <laughs> And um, I don't play Pokemon. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, you know. <laughs> baseball trading cards. Baseball trading cards. Yeah, you yeah. don't know what's um, in there. It's a surprise. You don't know. It's, yeah. So you can get some, like, a bunch of, like, really ugly fucking shit. And then you can get, like, some cool stuff, too, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. 
that they also build, they bake in this kind of exclusivity thing into their, the way that they have when it, it, it makes people want to order more inventory to sell with hopes that they get good like, stuff. Good stuff. It's really fucking weird, man. Well, it's f- and they tell, like, they set up these parties that are, like, an hour long or something. So that they create, mm-hmm. like, these little, you know, hey, all my friends, like, join us in your jammies with a glass of wine. We're going to have our sale at X time, you know, on Saturday afternoon. And then that's when all the pictures get posted and there's an hour. And it's, like, a little frenzy to, like, buy up all the stuff. Huh. And it, But it's smart. It's, like... Oh, yeah. we're only going to have it for this time. And if you tease it enough ahead of time, like, I have some really good stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's all super cute. And this is this is where also it becomes annoying because I started noticing after I bought some stuff and then I kind of, like, lost interest. Um, I actually bought from two different people. One who I didn't know directly and then another person that I knew from high school. And – but – it wasn't just them that was selling. I was seeing all of these women on Facebook that I was connected to, like, starting to pop up with this. They were having a secondary um, Facebook account that was, like, LuLaRoe blank, first blah, name, blah, blah, last name, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, creating, like, these personas. And they're all saying the same kind of shit. You know, they must yeah, they get have, like, language. They ha- yeah. yeah, they have language that they use. It's, like, it's, it's a little culty in that way because – they um they ha- it like they created this like kind of lifestyle bubble of where they like give you the language and how to like how to market yourself and it's it's very, very they have sh- their shit down like like snaps to them for that but yeah. like also it's weird well if it feels <laughs> a little culty too i think it's cuz some mormons started it yeah. I mean, I listen. Mormons are not a cult. I have dated a many a Mormon well, and they're very nice. They're no more or less culty than other religions. Any any religion, right, sure. Right. But that's maybe I'm giving away too much of my personal feelings about religion, but um That's fair. Yeah. Uh but I did want to say that they kind of work in uh their um their Latter-day Saints touch <laughs> in in uh, their promotional materials. So their their videos are always, like, talking about is blessings. This is this specifically LuLaRoe? Yeah, yeah, this is still LuLaRoe uh-huh. specific. But, um, but, yeah, like, they kind of, like, t- like, kind of pepper in a little bit of, like, oh, the, like, blessings and, like, they don't talk about God, but it feels very, like, heavenly churchy. and stuff yeah, yeah. Churchy. <laughs> and their clothing is actually mod like pretty modest it's all mm-hmm. everything's like these long sweaters long shirts leggings even their dresses are like not short like they're even the ones like that are midi, like short, midi length yeah they're yeah. like right at the knees or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't know i thought that was pretty interesting but yeah well a lot of these uh, multi-level marketing companies are actually started in utah oh um, more than lularoe yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, that's, like, kind of the culture. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all Mormon, but um, right. the the kind of, if it is, if you're, if we are talking about, like, the, the Mormon uh, kind of culture, like, it, it's very entrepreneurial. 
Um, and there's a lot of like very good um, like connections mm-hmm. through the church. So there, there's a built-in kind of community there already, and this stuff becomes very successful and branches out. I mean, Mormons are great at um, at marketing. Well, that's obviously yeah. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Like, uh, it, they it's probably it's like a little incubator kind of. Yeah, because, exactly. Because Absolutely. that community is like very supportive of each other, and so mm-hmm. it kind of quickly picks up, and then it gets successful enough that you could start, you know, trying to find people outside that community to pick yep. up on it. Um, but yeah, that's really yeah, interesting. and and. I'm, again, I want to reiterate, I am not shitting on any of these people, but the business practices that end up coming to light after all is said and done and like the way that the, the multi-level marketing works is very shitty. We're not shitting on shitty. people, we're educating them, Erin. Okay. Fair. <laughs> That's fine. I just, I do, I do in my heart, like I just, I, I lived worked dated been in and around mormons for a good portion of my life and i love them oh nothing's wrong with and mormons no 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 and also like and then also extending out to the people that i know you know that are friends of mine that do multi-level marketing stuff i don't listen yeah I, the people i see doing it don't stop with one and here's what happens when you mm-hmm. get involved in multi-level marketing, you're and you're not of the first or second generation, maybe even third. It can only ever go up to fourteen generations, right? Like, because by then you will have reached everyone in the world, which is a fun fact I got from watching an episode of John Oliver. Um, oh, I saw that one. It was good. about Herbalife. Yeah, it was about Herbalife. But what will happen if you're not like the second or third generation? You're never gonna make money at this, and people burn out. So right. that's when these like pyramid lights <laughs> get like become, you know, defunct or have to rebrand themselves or have to figure out some sort of way to hook people back in. You see the same people switching up the product they're selling because when, you know, the whatever that fucking Norwex towel, once you've burned through your social cachet like you're talking about. Mm hmm. Okay, I've seen it. Uh, the people that have wanted to buy in have bought in, whether they're a consultant or not. They've brought your product. You're done. Like you, and no there's only interested. so many things you can buy. Yeah, no one else is interested. So then you have to go. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, I've sold all the fucking towels I'm gonna sell. <laughs> now mm-hmm. what's the next thing? Oh, it's this jewelry line that mm-hmm. is another pyramid light. And then it's like, okay, well, then you do that for a little while. I see the same people doing these things over and over and it's like well and it's also you get you can get addicted to mm-hmm. it too like people actually like get addicted to it it feels um, good to have people like it, and that's the thing of why women are so involved in this because they have these tight social circles it feels good to connect with your friends over these absolutely. things absolutely it, mm-hmm. it it kind of reconnected me to a friend um from high school that lives like on the other side of the country that like we don't really talk to a lot but we have a few things in common and then we found a few other things in common but it like kind of reconnected us a little bit because I'd ask her questions about it and she'd tell me she liked something and blah 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 but yeah it's just like it's they found that there's something that people like about it from a consultancy 
consultancy perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like then they just kind of keep preying on that. Yeah, and and I think there's like there's this really positive bright side to it that they just they empowerment they take that they yeah they take that and they run with it, um, but then there's a very dark side to it. Mm-hmm. So just keeping that in mind. And with that, I will I'm gonna give some uh, some stats, some Ooh. actual facts. Good. Um, about one in seven U.S. households includes someone involved in direct sales and participation skews female. Ninety-two percent of in-home sales parties are thrown by women. Dang. And that's, yeah, that's what we're kind of talking about here. Well, what um, dude finding- is like gonna be like? Uh, these products normally aren't tailored towards dudes, but like, uh, what dudes? Are I would gonna say be like, like- <laughs> come over. We're selling flashlights. <laughs> We're going to have some beer and chips and salsa. Like, I, I would fucking love for there to be an <laughs> SNL sketch about that. Um, or, like, low-T, like, supplements. Like, you know, the low-testosterone fucking commercials. <laughs> or, like, uh, like Alex Jones sells that shit on, you know, Alex Jones, the fucking oh, oh, like crazy guy. Yeah. The alt, yeah. He's hilarious um <laughs> there's always like ads of him with his shirt off and he just looks he, he doesn't look any different like muscular wise he just looks more red <laughs> he looks like <laughs> he's just is so bad oh my god fuck that guy uh. um yeah uh financial disclosure disclosure sta- statements reveal that across companies women who make um money from the multi-level marketing that they get into are the 1%. Like, so the people that you see mm-hmm. making money, because they will play up the fact that there's women out there that are making money and, like, like the, um, is it is it Avon or Mary Kay where they ha- they get the pink Cadillac. Cadillac? It's Mary Kay. Well, yeah. they Now they have, like, black BMWs that they, they get when they're, like, the top sales people. Um, so women, so the women who make bank from this are – the one percent, or the point, the zero point one percent. Well, so, and they're the people that get in either super early or right. get like some sort of actual job at these places where they right. pick up their downlines. Right. Yeah. We were talking to. Um, I was talking to DJ's parents about like they were here visiting um, last week, or it'll be a couple of weeks ago if from when this is released. <laughs> um, and we were, I was like telling them about how we were going to do an episode on this. And, and we started talking about, uh, herbal life and, um, it got popular back in like the like seventies and eighties, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I have pictures of my parents in herbal life shirts, like, you know, holding me as a baby. And it says so been around for a really long time, but the people who got in like at the top did like DJ's parents were saying they know people who like made a shit ton of money from getting in very early, getting in on the ground floor as they say. And they actually made money from it because it was at that time a pyramid scheme. Yeah. If not a Ponzi scheme, it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff that they sell is questionable too. But again, it's been around for a long time. They know how to like, dodge and bob and weave through all the fucking regulations and stuff they've learned a lot of lessons over time so they've been around for a while and they've lasted but they just settled a massive lawsuit um 
recently. Well, and that's in the U.S., but like that's in the U.S. They can't. I I don't think they can do the same stuff in the U.S. anymore because of all the lawsuits. So now they're preying on like people in Mexico and India, which it's like Herbalife get fucked. Like you are the worst, and they sponsor the L.A. Galaxy. They're the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. sponsor of an MLS team. It's like what? How? Who let that happen? They're not even a legit business, and they're doing like they're doing content integrations on. The, like, Mexican version of Ugly Betty. Like, a, mm-hmm. it's like the telenovela of Ugly Betty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. Like, that's fucking crazy. And the, the John Oliver um, episode showed a bunch of people from Mexico that, like, have lost thou- tens of thousands their entire, of dollars. Their entire life savings, they're in debt. It's fucking sad. And because they got swindled by someone who is not a good friend. No. Um, well, and like some of these people who have been doing it for, you know, who, who stick with it and put, like, if you're going to be dedicating the time, like I was saying before, the time, energy, and money into this in the way, you might as well, like, get a fucking, re- like, not that this isn't a real job, but like, you. It's not a real you job. Can, you can, you could go back to school and get your degree in actual marketing and start your, in your own business. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh God. Um, but that's what appeals to people. It's like, it's like, they di- don't want to do the diets and shit. They don't want to mm-hmm. do the work or wait or wait for the results. Yeah. Like they, it's, it, it's promising immediacy and it's promising a lot of money and, and it does not do that. No. This is not a get rich quick scheme. Um, People who who do make money from this have been doing, like I said, five to ten years before reaching any anywhere near a top tier, yep. um, when they have higher commissions and bigger bonuses and more consultants under them to mentor. And then that's where it gets fucked up. Like you were mentioning earlier, um, when you have people under you, who you, you keep recruiting, that those are they're making the money for you basically. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I just quickly want to say just because there's money in and around these things does not mean you'll see any of it a lot of these companies are making money hand over fist recruiting wholesalers and you don't see that money mm-hmm. you, you just don't it's it doesn't add up um if you have to get more people recruited to your team and they have to sell and recruit people for you to make money guess what it's a fucking pyramid scheme mm-hmm. uh and if, if you think about it 99% of people are losing money and only the tip top 1% are actually making money because they're making money off the people below them. You literally just don't have to do anything anymore Mm-mm. after you recruit a, enough, ha- however many people. Um, the ha- best case scenario for 99% of people is that they're breaking even and maybe, maybe making a couple thousand dollars a year. And that's, that won't even, cause you, if you have to buy in at all, like you're, you're not, you're already in the hole. Yeah. Um, what, and just to, to help people identify if red flags of a questionable multi, like multi-level <laughs> marketing. Everybody listen up. This is the this advice. Is from, this is advice. And this is from the better business bureau. Like this isn't just some fucking bullshit we pulled out of our ass. This is directly from the better business bureau's website. They're be- and they're one step above the basic business bureau. Yeah. <laughs> they're better. Yeah, they're better. It's not the best um, business bureau. We did it. We better. couldn't get that information. We just want people to 
be better. Yeah. Um, so red flags are promises of high earnings, especially with little effort, time, or serious commitment. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you got to... Sorry, you need gotta, to put in time, commitment, and effort. <laughs> <laughs> to make money. It's crazy. Yeah, Weird. Uh, another red flag is a requirement to purchase a large amount of inventory to start with no written guarantee that unsold products will be bought back for a certain percentage of the original price. That's a big, big red flag. Hope you like leggings. Like if, yeah, <laughs> I've... Shit, on this, the pink truth, They there's people that just have pictures of like crates and fucking garages full of just shit that they've had it's so crazy that's the other reason herbalife is so fucking smart at what they're doing their shit expires and then you're fucked you're just you have a bunch of boxes of fucking vitamins that you can't sell to anyone because they are expired oh my god uh and the last red flag is a request for payment in cash uh, via wire transfer or money order for the initial investment. Oh, I mean, that's weird. And that's like that's Craigslist anyway. shit. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, those are those are the the facts of the of life. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, people. We had a um, um. I don't think my parents did Herbalife, but they did. Um, there was this thing called Mona V, and ooh, with the nani juice. Yeah. Is that what? <laughs> nani juice. I thought that was what it was like. N O N. N-O-N-I was, like, some Hawaiian thing Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. It had, like, acai in it and, like, all this. I think my parents had that, too. Probably. I think uh, they probably all sold it. They were probably the, the <laughs> fucking... What's it called? The downline. They were the downline down for someone in Lake Arrowhead. Um, yeah. But uh, I remember my my parents having it and like you know you're supposed to take a little shot of it every day but instead my dad just started using it to make cocktails. <laughs> like he's like oh it's this Your health juice he's like it's this health juice it's supposed to make you feel really good and it's it actually tastes pretty good because it's just juice and yeah. um and i was it's like sugar. i think that like <laughs> if if this isn't a scam dad i think that defeats the healthy benefits by fucking adding alcohol to it it's like oh come my on. god no it's a it's a health tonic yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Deej. Oh, uh, Milky's up there. Is he setting up the baby shower? Yeah. Yep. What a fucking uh, gem of a man. Oh, I know. Pete's... Dude, you're... you're what? Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. I was no, going to no. say your dad's a fucking genius. Oh, yeah. No, my dad's fucking... <laughs> but I was like, no, it defeats the purpose. But then I just remember, like, I think I had come back from college, like, for a visit, and there was just cases of it in our garage. I was like, what oh, the fuck God. is this shit? I leave for a... Three months and you guys can't hold your shit together. You're in a goddamn You're pyramid, in a pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. <laughs> Have I taught you nothing? Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Oh my yeah. god. So everybody be okay. warned. Yeah. I I don't want any of it. No. You know. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I know how to identify one now. Although I'm, pr- I like to think I'm smart. And can identify that. Also, I, I I do think these take a certain amount of hustle, but it's oh, yeah. the kind I don't want to do. I'd rather just right. show up to work every day for eight hours. And yeah, I don't I, I don't, don't want to beg my friends to like fucking buy my shit. Yeah, because all you get is pity purchases. Yeah, like, when you I mean, I've done it and it burns out. Like you you know it like could burn out friendships or I don't know. Yeah, it's 
Um, yeah. The and I just yeah, it it could be the coolest thing in the world, but if it's if it's sold to me in this form or, or fashion, it just loses appeal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, these companies don't care. They don't give a shit. Uh, LuLaRoe is just slapped with a huge lawsuit because their um their leggings fall apart like tissue paper, <laughs> um, and like the quality is garbage. So, um, and I'm sure some of the stuff is great, but it's just not. It's not. Yeah. You literally can't um dry anything. All of their really? clothes. Yeah, that's probably when they turn to tissue paper. All of their clothes are like um you have to like hang dry them yeah and, and, it and says, if i'm gonna hang if i'm not gonna if i'm gonna like hand wash something it better be fucking nice yeah it better be from fucking banana republic um <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking i but be i silk. don't it better be silk yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't want i i shouldn't have to hand wash something because it'll fall apart <laughs> I should have to hand wash something because it's a delicate, nice fabric. Also, like, um, I think most women don't wear underwear under their leggings. That shit can't be oh falling apart God. when I'm at the grocery store. Jesus Christ, your cooter be all <laughs> over the goddamn frozen <laughs> frozen food section. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Cooter coming through. <laughs> we have a cooter cleanup <laughs> on aisle seven. <laughs> like, what do you do? You just, like, put some you chicken hope- cutlets. <laughs> <laughs> you hope your shirt's long enough, I guess. Yeah. Do you take some oh, of those look. plastic bags in the meat section? Or, like, produce <laughs> bags and you make... Wrap it up. Quickly fashion a little skirt. You just MacGyver a little fucking bag skirt. And then that's, that quality is better than the LuLaRoe garbage. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yep. No, you- well, that's all the things I got, yeah, I think. I think we're good. So... I think we... We were mean, just enough mean, just enough nice. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, uh, I care. I care. No, we weren't mean. I we lo- weren't mean about our friends. We're mean about these companies that are garbage. I don't want. It's I, not. I, I care. Fault. I care. I I care about my friends, and I care about the fact that these companies are fucking bullshit. Yeah, and I don't want them. If you guys want to learn any more about this, go to pinktruth.com. This is a really great website. Uh, I got a lot of information from it and a lot of really fucked up stories from people who got involved in um, not just Mary Kay, but um, a lot of other multi-level marketing. And they have a good support system. So if you've gone through some of this and you're pissed off and need to vent, like there's some good testimonials and you can even send in your own if you want to oh that's nice yeah um oh maybe people will want maybe we have listeners that have done this and it was like a total clusterfuck and they want to tell us about it like send us a little fun story we won't yeah and we won't share your name if you don't want to yeah we won't share your name but and and let us know if it's okay for us to to share uh the story yeah because we will totally do that yep and and it's fun and it's fun and yep. follow us on social media so that we can use our social currency and annoy you about this fucking <laughs> podcast, you buttholes. And uh, I hope everybody likes the little um, memes that we make because I think they're so funny and they make me I, happy. And they're fun to make. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just like spend probably too much time doing that. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that app fun to oh make? Oh my God. Too? Yeah. It's so much fun. I subscribe to the pro version. For free oh, for seven days. Because, yeah. uh, because I was trying to add in like a shape or something. 
Oh, because oh. I made that um, on Twitter. I made that uh, the money doctor. Hey, it must be Dr. Money. <laughs> and I put his face in a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> that was a really good okay, one. Thanks. I loved it. I was like, it's it. so fucking good. I can't wait for, for <laughs> two people to see this. <laughs> yeah. We don't want just two people to see our fun fucking memes we make. Yeah. So sh- we got dank memes, y'all. Dank memes. We got memes for days. And so you guys just need to share with your friends, please. Yeah. And share to your social on. meds because um, it's funny stuff and it's so easy to share it and then you look cool. Yeah. You're like, look at these, look at this funny, look how I'm getting in on the ground level of this podcast. <laughs> yes. You guys will make a shit ton of money if you guys start listening to this podcast now. Start recruiting listeners. Then you'll get... It. Start recruiting. It won't be money. It'll be on- cool cachet. It'll be social currency. Yes. <laughs> hey, must be social monies. <laughs> uh, work on your downline. Just start recruiting now. You need a downline. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you'll get a social commish. And by that, I mean shout outs for every mm. person you recruit on social meds. <laughs> social meds. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but yeah. Follow us on social media. <laughs> At DTFU podcast, <laughs> Airware. Airware. And, and if you if you have stories, uh, um, send us an email. Uh, or if you just want to like say what's up, hey girl. What's up, what's up? Um, DTFU podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And thanks for listening, guys. We ha- Thanks for listening. I had so much fun today. I even woke up, like I set my alarm for 6 a.m. because I needed to finish my research. Oh and my by God. finish, I mean start. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Thanks. Uh, and, um, but I got up at like 545 naturally. I was just like, bing. And then Mm. I was like, ooh. And then I was like, I watched some like stuff last night, but then I was like, you know, reading all through like pink truth and stuff. And I was like, yeah. Um, so excited. So yeah, it was a good one. It was good. Yeah. I had fun today. And this one, it won't be too long, which is nice. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye-bye.